What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's Wednesday, March 31st. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The long-awaited report into the origins of COVID-19 has arrived, but unfortunately, it still leaves key questions unanswered. The most likely scenario is that the virus jumped from bats to a still unknown intermediary animal and then on to humans. The findings may still be called into question as the investigators had little power to conduct an impartial investigation without Chinese influence. Drew Hinshaw, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for what we know about the WHO report. Thanks for joining us, Drew. Thanks. Thanks for having me. We finally got this report from the World Health Organization looking into the origins of COVID-19. Drew, you and I have been talking about this for quite some time and kind of the ups and downs with this report already. It still seems to be very much in line with what we've found out before already. The leading suspect case for all of this is that the virus crossed over from bats, possibly to another animal, and then on to humans. The new report all but ruled out this lab leak hypothesis that was floating around, Mm -hmm. although it kind of leaves the door open for a little bit of everything. I think one of the the top concerns with all of this is uh, how much influence China did have on this report. So, Drew, tell us a little bit more about what we're seeing. The way to look at this report is this is a request to do more research. They're saying, here's what, we've, here's what Chinese researchers mainly have done, and here's what we'd like to do going forward. And what we can see from that is there's not a lot of evidence that this virus was spreading very widely in China before December. And the WHO is saying, okay, you guys haven't found any of that, but we still think there might be some there, so let's go and look at like blood banks. Did anybody give blood or has a blood sample in a hospital somewhere from November, October of 2019 that if we went back and tested it, would show they were a COVID patient. That's the kind of thing the WHO wants to do and is asking to do in this report. Yeah, they're also asking for more extensive testing of Chinese farms that supplied these wild animals for both food and fur. Um, But really kind of uh, when, where and how of all of this has not really been determined. I I mean, I think we kind of knew that was going to happen all along. Tell us a little bit about how this was done because Chinese researchers were the ones that 
really did all the yeah. footwork, then just presented the information to the WHO scientists. So they really didn't have a hand in, in a lot of this. Most of this was summaries given to the WHO of here's the research we've done. We've tested thousands of animals. They tried to test 92 people retrospectively for antibodies. The WHO said, ah, it seems like not enough people. Like, you know, in all of central China, you should have tested more potential cases than, than 92. But most of this was Chinese researchers giving presentations to the WHO. And in the room are Chinese government officials working for a government that continues to suggest that this pandemic didn't begin in China at all. So it's very complicated, very diplomatic and in an interesting situation. You mentioned those 92 people that they did test. This was out of a pool of 76,000 patients that were suffering these right. COVID-like, uh, influenza-like symptoms, uh, you know, which we generally believe that that's what it was. So, yes, I mean, just to boil that down to 92, I mean, that doesn't re really leave you with a big sample size. Right. And not only that, they didn't test those people until really a, a few days or a couple weeks before the WHO arrived, which is a year. It's like a, a year after those people were sick. Right. It's too late to test people for, for this illness at that point. Now, as I did mention, the report does pretty much say that it's very, very unlikely that this was not leaked from a lab. Obviously, China is very happy with that. But they still pushed for other ways that it might have come to China, including they said they wanted to look at some health data from the military world games in October in 2019. I think they suggested that it was a U.S. delegation that went there that might have brought right. it in. Right. You can see in this report the WHO is dealing with, they're dealing with the lab because the Trump administration brought it up. And then China responded, well, it's not our lab. It was your U.S. soldiers coming to Wuhan for the military games. The WHO includes it and says, we need to look more at the, at the military games. And then in the annex says, by the way, nobody at the military games was sick with anything like COVID-19. Really, what the WHO would like to look at, they want to look at animals. They want to look at ferret badgers, mink, raccoon dogs, small mammals who might have been that intermediate animal that got sick from a bat and then spread it to a human. And pangolins were also listed in that uh, source only because they can carry similar viruses to COVID, other coronaviruses. So they were also right. looking at them. What about the uh, wet market, the Wuhan seafood market there? It doesn't really seem like that was necessarily an origin. It might just seem like that was probably the first major super spreader event. Exactly. I think this market, you know, it's such a, uh, an evocative image, a market where there's wild animals. There's a seafood, a seafood market. You know, fish don't spread COVID. And even if, they, you know, there, was some, there were some wild animals there, but even when wild animals are sold in a market like this, it's usually like in one part of the market. But when you look at the sampling, they did sampling all over this market, and they found, you know, virus all over the place. It's all over the market. You know, to the researchers we've talked to, that looks more like a bunch of sick people were coughing and sneezing all over this market. Then there was a cluster of wild animals with COVID-19 in one corner of it. And because one of the other hypotheses was that it possibly could have been uh, contaminated frozen food packaging. They, right. they also said that that was pretty unlikely. Yeah, the WHO has been, you know, they've had to distinguish between two things. It is potentially possible that in a world that has registered, you know, 100 million COVID cases, where there's COVID cases every single day, it is maybe possible that a sick, you know, seafood plant worker coughs onto a, a bag full of frozen salmon that goes all the way to China, it gets thawed, someone touches it, and then they touch their mouth and they give them, you know, they contract the disease that way. It's not proven really, but it's possible. It is really hard to imagine that the very first case of COVID-19 ever 
came from something like that. The WHO is saying that's extremely unlikely that the initial outbreak in Wuhan began with a seafood, uh, like imported seafood or something like that. So where are we left now? We have this report that doesn't really seem like it was done by independent scientists. As, as we mentioned, you know, Chinese researchers had, had a big hand in all of this. Where do we go from here? Are we going to get another Look, the report? World may never know, the world may never know who was patient zero. We may never know which animal where. We might not even ever know if this began in Wuhan at all. Like, you know, maybe it began in a small town outside. It could have begun in the south of China where people have more contact with bats. We might not ever know where this disease exactly first erupted, who was, you know, person number one, you know, we might not know what we're going to find. I think we're going to find a bat that has a similar virus in it at some point. I think that's probable. I think we're going to find out which animals would have served as a really good intermediary host, a really effective one, you know, like a, a, a mink on a fur farm, potentially something like that. But in terms of really pinpointing kind of like who in October or November 2019 was this first person who made this mistake or whatever happened that right. causes pandemic. I don't think we're going to find out. And we're definitely not going to find out so long as it is overshadowed by these tensions between the U.S. and China. Drew Henshaw, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, too. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.